In today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to deal with haters online. Ooh, all right, let's get into this one. Now, this is a story all about how my... Hey guys, Dino Gomez here, and you are listening to the Secrets of Coaching podcast, where we break down the nuances of growing a seven-figure online coaching business, and we are about to get started in three, two, one. All right, guys, how to deal with haters, 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 haters. Um, they hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen that line in that movie. I forget where it's from, but funny, funny line. Um, but uh, yeah, how do you deal with haters, guys? Uh, I have so many stories around this. So many. Uh, I don't even know where to where to begin. Um, except that I'll, I'll go back to this story. So, uh, again, I started with an online agency. Uh, we started running Facebook ads before most people did. Um, very successfully. And, and then I decided to launch a Facebook ad course several, you know, uh, a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. And, and so I launched this Facebook ad course and, um, start running ads naturally for the course. Um, cause we've been running ads for years and it made sense, right? That we're promoting a Facebook ad course with Facebook ads. It kind of just makes sense. So we were doing that to grow, um, our Facebook ad program and, uh, naturally what happens when you start running ads is haters come out of the, the woodworks, Right. And it makes sense, right? With advertisements, you're reaching thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Our ads reach, I think it's 76,000 people a week, or it's either that or 760,000 a week. I'd have to check again. It's been a moment since I looked at the unique uniques of that, but it's a lot, all right? And so our ads reach a lot of people, which means there's a lot of opportunity for somebody to dislike our content, and and that's completely fine, Um but so the first time, and I was running ads for our programmer early on. Um, we we I wrote up an ad that was a home run. Um, one of the things I love to do is write copy, and because working in an agency, I'd written so many ads before. I'd gotten pretty good at writing copy and uh, copywriting and writing intriguing headlines and all the stuff. And so I wrote up an ad and. And it got a bunch of comments on it. A lot of people liked the ad. Uh, a lot of people were asking questions about the program. There, you know, and and some people were hating on it, right? And and this one person left a a, a remark. And uh, at the time, I was still managing the the ad comments of our account. Uh, I, since then, we have Chelsea on our team, who's amazing. She she responds to uh, any remarks on, as far as questions or comments on our ads. Um, but at the time I was, I was responding to comments. And so, um, somebody left a ridiculous, you know, remark and, uh, and I left a ridiculous remark back. I didn't, I didn't like jab back, like, like, you know, like getting emotionally charged. Um, I was, he, he's kind of said something that didn't really make much sense. And so I responded with like, dude, that doesn't make much sense. I don't, what are you, what are you trying to say? Cause I really couldn't even understand what he was saying. He just, he was mad and he was saying something. I forget what it was. And, and we went back and forth in the thread to comments for a while. And then somebody chimed in that I didn't even know and was like, Dino, like in the remarks, it's like, Dino, dude, like you, you've made it, man. Like you, you, you don't need to respond or give energy to the trolls. Like you're beyond that. And I was like, 
whoa. Like it was, it was one of those moments I was like, huh? And it's funny because I was never worried about uh, haters. Like I knew, I knew that, that eventually they would come. Um, but I was never that worried about it. But this, this, you know, dude saying that I was like, huh? I was like, he's totally right. What am I doing? And, um, I'm wasting my time and energy here, you know, responding to him, giving, giving him exactly what he wants attention. And, and so that was kind of a light bulb moment for me. And so then I turned to my wife and I was like, I had, I got a hater today. And she's like, Oh, congrats. Like you made it then like that, you know, she's always known that that's, that's when you make it because principle number one guys is that nobody hates on you. That's doing better than you. They just don't, there's no reason to. And, and successful people don't hate in general. They, they, it's literally a waste of time and energy and thought that could be put into something productive. So they don't do that. So normally it's somebody that is in a tough spot and, um, and you know, that's just where they are at in their life. And so, you know, the first step, right. Dealing with haters is realizing that if you have haters, that's a great sign. That means you're disrupting the market and you're making a move and it, you know, somebody else is, uh, feeling under the weather about it. I'll just say that. Okay. And so that's like kind of like number number one is like first congratulate yourself you made it right enough so that you are triggering people, All right, and then uh, number two is like I always like to go back to like metaphors like another example of like of how that that you made it is like think about any professional athlete like it doesn't matter if it's LeBron James or Michael Jordan or whoever is your team or athlete right they they and that when they play at home in their home stadium or court they're cheered. When they go to the other team's stadium or court, they're booed by the crowd because they're good, right? And and that's what happens, right? And that's natural. So athletes are more used to hating than anyone else. They literally hear horrible things said to them while there's balls flying at their head and all other types of things in the middle of a sports game, right? And so um, that's that's the second thing to realize is like that it's it's an, that's another metaphor for the fact that you you made it, but. This, Next, the second step, second step, the second step, right, is uh, after you acknowledge, okay, I've made it, is is just to uh, really just ignore them. Like you do not respond or engage with anything that they have to say um, at, at all. There's no point in doing so. And that's, that's why you'll realize you've probably seen plenty of advertisements online with tons of horrible comments. And you're wondering, like, why isn't the brand responding? Because it's just not worth the time of day to do so. Like, it it really is is not. And so um, you kind of just you just brush it off. You recognize that person probably is just you know in a, in a spot where they're uh, maybe a little bit jealous of what you're doing or whatever it is. Right? They they're just not feeling good about themselves, and and they're taking it out on you. And so it's it, don't take it personally. You just ignore it, and then you move on. Right. And I mean, if, if you want, you can use it as fuel. You can have fun with it. Um, I have Chelsea on our team save all of the mean comments that are left on our ads. And we, we have had some good ones. Um, I had somebody tell me I look like a 10 year old once. I do. I do look young. Um, I had somebody say, I mean, I, I, everything. Uh, I've had somebody say, uh, when does your next Tony Robbins video come out? That wasn't that mean, but like, it just people come up with some funny comments. Um, there's been some really, 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 really wild ones uh, over uh, over the years. Um, but I literally have Chelsea save them all because at, at some point I'm going to do a YouTube video and I'm going to read off mean comments, just like if you guys have seen mean tweets before. Uh, I'm going to read them off and just have fun with it because they honestly, some of them are pretty funny. Like, 
like some of them, I tip my hat. I'm like that. That was pretty good. Like I, I, I'm laughing. Like actually, that was that was pretty good. Um, and and so uh, that that's kind of the second thing is to start having fun with it. Like occasionally, because I still get notifications on Facebook when somebody comments on our ads. Even though Chelsea manages responding to ads, like uh, every now and then I'll see a comment left, and if it's and sometimes like um, you know I'll, I'll I'll engage with it and so forth. Like somebody sometimes people won't leave a hater comment. It's not a mean comment. It's just like a funny comment, and and I always like you know give them a kudos for that because I'm like that was funny. Um, and and so that's the other thing, guys, is just to have fun with it because it it doesn't change anything. Like it doesn't like like. People are so worried about what if I have a hater? Like, what if the everybody in the world doesn't like me? Guys, you do not want everybody to like you, all right? If everybody likes you, you're doing it wrong, all right? Um, you want to have haters, all right? That's the other thing you need to realize. You want to have haters for several reasons. One, it means you're doing something right, right? And you're scaring people enough that they're leaving comments to try and you know break you down. Um, and two, it means that you have a... You have polarity in your message and your marketing enough that you're repelling or triggering some people while attracting others. And that's what you marketing should always be doing is you want your marketing to have a degree of polarity to it. All right. Because if you market to everyone, then you market to no one. All right. And so uh, you don't want to be that that generalist, right? Like you want to have you want to draw a line in the sand as far as your belief system what you stand for, right? What you don't stand for, and you want to make that really, really clear. And uh, and then from there, people are going to be like, "Nope, I don't like you." And they're going to be, they might leave a bad, com- mean comment if you say, "Hey, like, like your ads, like your ads should say, hey, if you're doing th- like this, you're doing it wrong." Th- and here's our methodology, and this is the right way to do it. And what that's going to do is it's going to make some people really uncomfortable because they are going to be like, if you say. If you're doing this, you're doing it wrong. If I, if I say, hey, if you only do organic marketing as a coach, you're doing it wrong. You should really be doing ads with organic. The people that are just doing organic are going to get triggered, right? And they might leave a, a mean comment, right? But that's what we want uh, the, because what simultaneously is going to happen is there's going to be a part of that audience that's trying to do organic marketing as a coach, not having success, and they're going to be like, no wonder I'm not having success. I need to also do ads with organic. Right, and it's going to pull in people that are ready and willing to scale their business with ads as well, um, and and so that's like, for example, that's part of our messaging over here. Is I'm, I, we love ads, um, and I I'm uh, an organic works a ton. We teach of a lot of organic marketing strategies inside of our our mastermind, um, and uh, and then we also teach ads as well because I believe organic is the the best way to start as an online coach, to really get to six figures. And then from there, it, once you have your marketing, your messaging dialed in, your program delivery dialed in, your sales dialed in, it makes sense to go 100 times faster with advertisements. Like it's just a Facebook Live is only going to reach a hundred, a few hundred people. If you spend $10 a day on Facebook ads, you're reaching thousands of people, right? And and so I make that very clear in what I post on Facebook in our ads I'm like, hey, if you're a mission-driven coach or you're out there to impact and serve and help as many people as possible, like, don't say that and 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 not and be afraid to run ads because if you, that is actually your mission to help and serve more people, you will run ads so that you serve and help more people, right? 
And and so we say that, and it triggers people because there's a plenty of organic coaches who go, I, they they literally get mad about it. They're like, hey, I'm doing fine with my coaching business, and, and they they message me and PM me and all these different things. Well, you know, well tell me more about the ads and stuff, and they get curious and they they're like, because I make, I mean, if it's just numbers, you're going to reach more people with ads, you're going to serve more people, you're going to land more clients, and and so I say that. I know it was tough for me to wrap my head around saying that because I think innately everybody wants to be liked by everybody. But uh, from a marketing perspective, you have to draw a line in the sand for what you stand for. And I firmly believe that that ads are the best way to scale a coaching business that already has its foundations in place uh, for that reason that you reach more people. Um, and, uh, and naturally reaching more people, you can help more people, you can land more clients. And so um, that is our message, and it triggers some some folks, and other folks go love it. They go, yes, like cool, like I'm, you know, I've been doing organic for a while, and it's been working, but I am ready to scale and blow up. And so, like, I would love to learn more about your program and stuff because we're ready to scale. And and so, some people love it as you know, love it. So that's that's polarity, right? Drawing a line in the sand, what you believe in, and some people aren't going to like it. If they don't like it, that's okay. They're not the right fit client. Um, and you know you wish them their you know you wish them the best and that's totally cool. Um, again, right? You shouldn't be trying to land everybody as a client. There's just endless opportunity in business out there. Um, and other people are going to be like, that makes total sense. I love what you stand for. I'm I'm a huge proponent of ads as well. Um, you know, would, would love to learn more about your program and so forth for that reason. And so that that is really important, guys. And so that that's kind of like how you know if whether you're doing it right or wrong and stuff like that. Like you should have some haters. Um, our clients, um, you know, I've, I've been really, really working on this, uh, drawing a line in the sand of what they stand for. And it doesn't have to be just in like marketing technique per se. You can draw a line in the sand and create polarity of what your mission and stance is on a whole bunch of different things. Um, you know, we have a client who's a relationship coach. And so she makes it very clear that, her line in the sand is the way, um, you know, communication should work between a couple, right? And it's different than what other relationship coaches say. But she stands strong in her belief that, hey, this is the way it's, uh, communication, you know, should work in a relationship. And that will ultimately lead to the relationship that you're looking for. And and she is very firm about her belief system there. And, and, and she also, like, another way to create polarity is whether or not you swear and cuss. Some people are very turned off by, um, you know, um, explicit language, I'll say, right? And But that creates polarity. So if you're somebody who naturally cusses a lot and that's just who you are, then go, then cuss. Just, you know, not on purpose, but if that's just naturally the way you talk where you, you drop an F-bomb here and there, then go ahead and do that. Because what that's going to do is some people are going to be like, nope, like that's too much for me or, you know, I can't do that with my kids around. Like that's not the right coach for me. Uh, other people are going to be like, yes, that person's very authentic. Like that's, you know, they're not sugarcoating anything, right? There's so there's so many different ways to create polarity, guys. But the point of the matter is, is that you don't want to market to everybody. You don't want everybody to like you. Um, you should have haters. And, and when you do, you just brush it off. Um, wish them the best. Uh, have somebody else manage your ad comments <laughs> is what I do. So I don't even have to see the comments. Um, and, and then you just keep powering forward and you know, like you focus on your clients and what you're doing with them and, and that's it. You pat yourself on the back cause you made it right. Um, and, uh, and that's, that's a telltale sign that you, that you've made it. And so it's really not something to be concerned about. You'll be surprised if you haven't had your first hater yet, 
you'll be surprised surprised the first time you get it. You'll be like, you know what? That really wasn't that bad. You know, and, and it's because it's not somebody standing at your front door screaming at you or, you know, it's somebody on the internet type typing things on their computer, but, you know, behind in a dark room somewhere in the world. You know what I mean? It, it's so it's, it's, it's very different. I, I think you won't be uh, as effective as nearly as much as you think um, you will survive. And, uh, and it's, it's really not a big deal. Actually, it becomes kind of funny. And, uh, and, and every now and then I go through our, our folder of mean comments and I laugh because like some of like some of them are funny, but anyways, um, that's how I deal with haters guys. That's how you should deal with haters. And that's, you should have haters. And if not look to look to make sure that you're not marketing to everyone, make sure there's some polarity in your marketing, make sure you're drawing a line in the sand of what your belief system is and and that you're being unique to your brand and what you stand for and your methodologies and communication and personal personal brand like again whether or not you cuss or not just your style whether you're going to be wearing a suit all the time and looking professional or casual like that is your brand that is polarity um and so stand stand true to yourself like that and you will attract the right fit clients to you and repel the wrong ones all right and so that is it for this episode guys as always keep doing you have an absolute blast with your online business and we will see you guys in the next episode. Hey, Dino Gomez here. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to head on over to thesecretsofcoaching.com for more resources, downloads, videos, and cheat sheets to help you grow your online coaching business. All right, and if you picked up a cool tip or strategy from this particular episode, we would love a five-star review where every single month we choose one lucky winner to win access to one of our coaching programs. All right, so that is it for this episode, guys. We will see you in the next one. Bye-bye. 